be my sacrifice All of the days of my life I'll be here Worshipping All of the days of my life begin to play this line ask the Lord for something ask him for something no one comes here and goes back the same way it's not possible the topic we started last week and the title of the topic is Walking in the Supernatural. Walking in the Supernatural. And I want to read from Matthew chapter 14, uh, which is our text for that uh, team. Matthew chapter 14, and I will be reading from verse 22. Matthew 14, from verse 22. And immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat, and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now, when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the seas. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is high. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. When Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. <laughs> For somebody tonight, I don't know what you are going through, but if you can pray the same prayer that Peter prayed, God will save you. God will help you. God will deliver you tonight in the name of Jesus. Verse 31. And immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, All you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. <laughs> Tonight, by the grace of God, we want to continue our prayer, but I want to just give us uh, three reasons why we need to be alone with God. Why do I need to be alone? Let me go back to that uh, same Matthew. I want to read verse 22 
and 23. And immediately Jesus made his disciples to get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he sent the multitude away. So the first thing Jesus Christ did is that he sent the multitude away. Why did he send the multitude away, verse 23? And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. He went up. Now, this is what Jesus Christ did after a major breakthrough, after a major miracle. If you read the book of Matthew 14 from verse 13 to 21, Jesus Christ has just finished feeding 5,000 people, 5,000 men without counting children and, and, and women. He had just finished feeding them with five loaves of bread and two fishes. And after these major miracles that many people were partakers of it, the most of the miracles of Jesus, you know, they were all individuals. There was a time, you know, in Mark, Mark, chapter, Mark chapter 10 from verse 42, I mean, from verse 40 to 52. You know, the Bible makes us understand that he healed only just one blind man. In John chapter 5, if you read from verse 1 to verse 11, and I would say he healed just one man, an impotent man that was sick of palsy. And so most of the miracles Jesus Christ did, they were miracles on just individuals. In Mark chapter 2, if you read from verse 1 to 12, he healed just a man that was carried by his four friends, you know, to the parents of Jesus when he was in the house. So most of the miracles, they were miracles performed for just one individual, one individual. But if you look at that, Matthew 14, from verse 13 to 21, he fed 5,000. So this was a miracle that involved multitudes, not just one person. And this multitude of people, they began to go around. They were telling everybody in the city. They were telling everybody in the town that come and see. There is somebody called Jesus who, who, who can multiply bread, who fed everybody for free. He didn't collect nothing from us. We all came, we spent time with him, and we went home with all kinds of food. He fed them. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Any food that Jesus prepared is the best. You know, this, this, I can compare it to angelic food because it was Jesus himself that prepared it. Although he collected the fish and bread from that small boy, but he multiplied. So, so those bread, they were, they, I, I want to believe maybe, well, maybe you know, at, at, at that time, the angels, the, the kitchen in heaven, it was opened. And the angels were walking, they were walking until when bread and fish were, 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 were being prepared to be served to the people. So this, what I'm saying is that that miracle affected multitude of people. And I'm praying that tonight, oh my goodness, there is a miracle that God will do that will affect everybody on this prayer line. Whether you are small, you are big, whether you are a woman, whether you are a man, whether you are married, whether you are single, whether you are a kid, or whatever you are, this miracle will also get you tonight in the name of Jesus. So after this major miracle, the Bible said Jesus sent the mountain to the way and immediately he went to pray on the mountain. He did not, he wasn't celebrating the miracle. He wasn't asking that people should put it on Facebook. He wasn't asking that all oh, that message that I preached, where, where 5,000 people were fed, please snap the pictures, put it on the Facebook, put it everywhere, take it to CNN. He wasn't doing that. The Bible said he went into the mountain. My liquor, Seneca Polia. 
He went into the mountain after a major breakthrough, after a major victory. Let me ask us this. <laughs> what, do, what do we do, most of us, after a major breakthrough, after God has given us that thing we are asking from him? What do we do? Do we, do we do like Jesus and go back into the mountain to pray? Or do we just say, God, I thank you for what you have done. I will see you later when I need another thing. Is that what we do? The Bible said Jesus did not do that because that's what most of us we do. We take a break. We say, you know what? I've been fasting. I've been praying. Now that I've gotten my blessing, I need some time to rest. He didn't rest. The Bible said he went back to the mountain again. Jesus Christ. God a man. Jesus Christ, the one that the one that has power, you know, he was he was empowered. Uh, the, 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 the major thing is that when Jesus Christ was on earth, the same Holy Spirit that we have access to is the same Holy Spirit that he you know he, he was he, that, that 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 filled him to do all the miracles. The same Holy Spirit. If I would make us understand that he was hundred percent man. 100% man, 100%, which means he has feelings as we have feelings. He was hungry just like we are hungry. Look at, look at, look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 7. But he made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a born servant, and coming in the likeness of man. In the likeness of man. He wasn't an angel. 100% man and 100% God. But he didn't use the power as God when he was on earth. So that, so that he can prepare for us a model that we can follow. No wonder the book of 1 Corinthians chapter, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. The Bible says, there is no temptation taking you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation also make a way of escape for you that you may be able to bear it. So what I'm saying is that Jesus, you know, he went to the mountain to go and pray. He went to the mountain to be with God. Now, why? I want to give us three reasons and that is what we are going to use to pray tonight. Because this is so deep. We are going to take our time on this passage. We are not going to rush it. We are going to take our time. If it take us, you know, the next three weeks or the next four weeks, we are, we are here together. We are going to take our time to study to the world, to go into the world. Now, look at verse 24. I'm, I'm going back to Matthew 14 now. Matthew 14. Matthew, no, let me read Matthew 14. I want to read verse 23. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up on the mountain by himself to what? To pray. And that has been his practice. He's a man of prayer. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to teach us on that maybe next week. We're going to do some lesson on prayers of Jesus. So the Bible says he went there to pray. Now, when the evening was came, when the evening came, he was alone there. Now, why did Jesus stay alone, away from the multitude? I want to give us three reasons, and that those three reasons. I will, I will give us in three P's, three P's, three P's. And that is what we want to focus on tonight. We want to focus on those three P's. Why do I need to stay away from the multitude? Why do I need to shut my ears to the noise of the multitude? At this time, at this time of pandemic, when most of us, we are in our home, we cannot even go out. Maybe if anytime we go out, we only, maybe we only went out to get groceries or 
Most of us we are working from home now. So why do I why why do I need to be alone with God? Now the first P, the first reason why we need to be alone is to avoid what I call wrong people or wrong partnership. I want you to write that down. Wrong people or wrong partnership. That's the first P. Wrong people or wrong partnership. <laughs> when the multitude, most of the multitude that came, they came for what they wanted from Jesus. They didn't come to him because they loved him. They only came because of the bread. They only came because of because he was a miracle worker. Not that they love him. It was because of what they wanted to collect from him. And that was why he sent them away. To avoid the wrong people. Many of us, the reason why we are in trouble is because we are still hanging around wrong people or we are in wrong partnership. Wrong people or wrong partnership. The same multitude you know, that, 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 that came to him in the wilderness to eat the bread and he performed miracles on them and healed them, it was the same multitude that were crying, crucify him, crucify him and release unto us Barabbas. To avoid wrong people. To avoid wrong people. Now, let me give us some scriptures on wrong people. <laughs> wrong people. Wrong people. The book, the, the, the book of Jeremiah chapter 5. Jeremiah chapter 5. I, I, want, I, want to read, I want to read, and you will be shocked by some of the scriptures we are going to be reading tonight. You are going to be shocked. You are going to be shocked. <laughs> oh my God. You will be shocked. Let, let's go to the book of Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 23. Jeremiah chapter 5. Jeremiah chapter 5. I want to read verse 23. Jeremiah 5, verse 23. Jeremiah chapter 5. Look at what the scripture says. <laughs> verse, verse 23. Oh, look, I'm sorry, verse 26, Jeremiah 5, 26. Look at all the scriptures. The Bible says, For among my people are found wicked men. Among by what? My people. But those are the wrong people. Among my people. But these are wrong people. Among my people are found wrong. Among my people are found wicked men. They lie in wait as one who sets snares. Look at that. The Bible says they, 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 they lie in wait. They study. They are watching. They want to set snares for you. They set a trap. They catch men. They want to set a trap. They catch men. All they do is that they are looking for men they will catch. I pray that you will not be part of their prayer in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I say, I pray for you. You will not fall into the snares of the enemy. You will not fall into the snare of the wicked. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, among my people are found wicked men. Wicked men. Look at Isaiah, I mean, Psalm 41 verse 9. Psalm 41 verse 9. The Bible says, even my own familiar friends in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his ear against me. My familiar friends, whom I trusted. If you, if you go to Psalm 55, Psalm 55, I want to read verse 12 and 13. Psalm 55, verse 12 and 13. 
For it is not an enemy, look at that, who reproaches me, then I could bear it. Nor is it one who ate me, who exalted himself against me, then I could, I could have taken it from him. <laughs> look at verse 13. But it was you, a man, my equal, my companion, my companion, and my what? And my acquaintance. Look at that. Look at that. Wicked people. Among my people. Verse 20. Look at verse 20 of that same Psalm 55. He has put forth his hand against those who were at peace with him. He has broken his covenant. Among my people. And, and Job was saying this in Job 19 verse 19. Look at what Job said in Job 19 verse 19. He said, All my close friends abhor me. They abhor me. They neglected me. And those whom I love have turned against me. Look at that. People that you love. People that don't love. Even his wife that he loves so much. He turned against him. Among my people. So why do I need to why do I need to what? Why do I need to be alone? Why do I need to be alone in isolation with God? Why do I need to enter my chamber? It is so that I can what? I can avoid the wrong people or get into wrong partnership. Partnership. No wonder the, the Bible makes us understand that Jesus Christ is our closest friend. There's no friend like Jesus. He's the one that can never disappoint us. Maybe people have disappointed us. Maybe they have hurt us. They have, they have broken our emotions. They have disappointed. They have done things that we didn't expect from them. And we, we, we have been hurt. But we don't need to live on the pain of the past. This is the time to get in the closet with Jesus so that he can heal us. So to avoid the wrong people, we need to what? We need to stay apart. We need to stay alone with God. Now, the second reason why we need to stay alone, I'm just going to give us the, the, the three P's and then we are going to pray on each of them. The second reason why we need to also stay alone with God is to avoid going to the wrong places. <laughs> wrong what? Places. Do you know that the fact that the government shut down everything has saved so many lives? Some people would have been involved in an accident, but because of this shutdown, they were in their homes. Many of us don't know what God is doing with this pandemic. We just think, oh, the coronavirus is killing people. There are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people that could have died. Some people would have been shot on the street from straight bullets if there was no shutdown. Some people would have been knocked down by the car if there was no shutdown. Even some plane, some plane would have crashed if there was no shutdown. Some people would have traveled to their village where they would put mark of death upon them before they return. If there was no shutdown. Some people who are in wrong, <laughs> some people, some people would have been infected with some diseases more powerful than corona that would kill them faster if there was no shutdown. So to avoid what? To avoid wrong places. Stay home. Stay home. Because if you don't stay home, you may still be going to wrong places that are dangerous for you. Look at, look, look at the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 30. Luke chapter 10 verse 30. Look at what the Bible says. That Jesus was Jesus speaking here. The Bible says, and Jesus said, there was a certain man that went down. From Jerusalem to Jericho. Jerusalem is a place of peace. But somebody, Bible says, he went, because he left the place of peace, he entered into trouble. A certain man went down. And anytime we leave the place of peace, 
to another place where God's presence is not, we are going down. It's a journey downward. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. And why? The Bible says, as he was going on the journey, he fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothes, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Many people would have been left half dead if not for this shutdown. <laughs> and that's why we can still thank God. And that's why we can still thank God for this shutdown. We, don't, we, we may not understand the fullness of it, but we, we still need to thank God for it. Because many will have gone to wrong places where, where they will be stripped naked, where they will be wounded, where they will have been left half dead. Look at the book of Genesis chapter 12 verse 10. Genesis chapter 12 verse 10. After God called Abraham and said, I'm I'm, I'm going to give you a land. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless your descendants. God gave him the promise in Genesis chapter 12, 1 to 3. And, and when Abraham got to that land, the Bible said there was famine in the land. There was famine in the land. But Abraham, when there was famine, look at Genesis chapter 10, verse 12. Genesis chapter 12, verse 10. And there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down. Don't forget, any time we depart from where God asks us to, to be, Anytime we depart from the place where God wants us to be, and we go to another place, it's a journey downward. But and Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. Abraham was supposed to stay, even though there was famine. Abraham was supposed to stay in that land. It was after Abraham went to Egypt that was where he met with Agai. Remember Agai, that housemate that came back with Abraham, and in Genesis chapter fifteen. <laughs> you know, it was that a guy that was used as a surrogate for Abraham. You know, Sarah told him in Genesis chapter 15 verse 1 that since, I've, I've, since the Lord has not answered my prayer to give me a, a, a baby boy, you know, why can't you go into my handmaid? And that was where the trouble came. The trouble, the trouble of the eastern part that we are still facing today. The terrorists. That was what gave back to it. Because somebody left the place where God asked him to stay, to go to the wrong place. Abraham, why didn't you just stay in that land? That famine would have been over, maybe after some few months. But Abraham did not want to stay. He said, I'm going. I'm leaving. Has God told you to stay somewhere and you say you want to leave? Has God told you to stay at your job? But because you say, because the way, the way they are treating me, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. But if we have stayed, maybe your promotion would have been given. If we have stayed, maybe the person troubling will have been sacked. But you left out of hurry. So when God asks us to stay somewhere, it is so that we can avoid going to the wrong places. Wrong places. The book of Judges chapter 14 verse 1. Judges chapter 14 verse 1. Look at something. It kept going down. Going down. Look at some, Judges 17, I mean 14 verse 1. And something went down to Timnath. And saw a woman in Timnath of the daughter of the Philistines. The Philistines are the greatest enemies of the Israelites. But the Bible says not something was pushing something. Something was attracting to just go to Timnath. Something! Why can't you stay where the people of God are? Why do we have to go to Timnath? <laughs> the Bible says it was when he went to the wrong place. That was where he saw the wrong woman. He saw the wrong woman. When you leave the place where God asks you to say, you will be seeing the wrong things. 
If, if you look at Judges chapter 16, verse 21, look at what happened to Samson. Eventually, the Bible said, but the Philistine took him and put out his eyes. They took his eyes. That eye that he was using to see women, to be seen and be lost after women all over the street. The Bible said the Philistine took it. <laughs> and now we are going to see how Samson will now begin to look at beautiful women again. They took out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass. And did, he did grind in the prison house. He ended up in the prison. When we leave the place where God wants us to save, we may end up in the prison if case not case is not taken. So many people are in the prison of life because they left the place where God asked them to stay. The same thing happened to Jonah in Jonah chapter one, from verse one to four. The Bible says he departed from the place of God to go to Tarshish. And he kept going down, going down until he found himself in the belly of the fish. I pray for somebody tonight. If there's any trouble that you have entered that has swallowed you up because you left where God asked you to say, today that trouble will permit you in the name of Jesus. And lastly, before, because, before we start to pray, lastly, where do I need to stay alone with God at this time? Where do I need to stay home? The third reason, the third P, is so that I can learn the principles of God. Principles. Principles. Principles of God. It is only when we are with God, alone with God, that we can learn some principles from Him. Look, look, at, look, look at the book of Matthew 24. Matthew 24, verse 3. You know, the, the, where, 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 where there was a time, and the Bible said the disciples, they were with Jesus. And that was where, they, and they, they, they began to ask him questions. And look at what the Bible says. And as he sat down upon the Mount of Olives, Matthew 24, verse 3, the disciples came unto him privately. Look at that, privately. They didn't come when the, when the multitude were around. They waited until when the multitude had been separated from Jesus. They came to him privately. Do you also have private time with Jesus as Christians? This is the time we need to, to come apart privately with Jesus. Saying, tell us, when shall this thing be? And what shall be the signs of thy coming? And at the end of the world, it was because the disciples came with Jesus. That was why we, we have insight about what will happen in the end time. That was given to us in Matthew chapter 24. Look at details of events. And even what we are going through right now, the pandemic, it was already prophesied in that same book of Matthew 24. <laughs> Thank God that the disciples they, they, they stay apart. Thank God that they spent some time with Jesus. Thank God that they took time to ask questions. If they did not ask questions, they wouldn't have known and there wouldn't have been any information for us today. I want to I want to tell somebody on the prayer line that if you can stay alone with Jesus and begin to ask questions, there are some questions you can only ask God. You know, if you keep asking the wrong people, they will give you the wrong answer. You can only ask God to get the right answer. Look at Matthew chapter. Look at look at Mark chapter nine verse twenty-eight. Mark chapter nine verse twenty-eight. There was a time when Jesus Christ was on the mountain with three of his disciples, and before he came down, the Bible said there was a man that brought a, 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 a child, you know, unto the disciples. The child has epileptics, and, and and then the Bible says the man brought this child to to nine disciples that were on the valley. Nine disciples that did not go with Jesus, and the Bible said they could not do. They cast the, they couldn't cast the demon out of that sick child. Nine of them. Nine of them. They couldn't cast out the demons. 
<laughs> and look at Bible says after they have you know they have suffered themselves, they have prayed and no answer. The Bible says they now came to Jesus privately. Look at what the Bible says, Mark 9 28. And when he was coming to the house, his disciple asked him privately. Look at that. I love that word privately. Why could not we cast him out? Why could not we cast out that demons? I want to ask you too. Why have you been praying over the same prayer point and it seems answer has not come? Why could not you cast it out? That problem, that demon tormenting you, why could not you cast it out? Could it be that maybe you have not been spending time with God? Could it be that you have not taken time to fast and be in isolation so that you can pray more? Because some of us, we just want to do quick, quick prayer, five-minute prayer, ten-minute prayer, and we want God to just begin to do things. It doesn't work that way. The Bible said, Jesus Christ, he told the disciples, and if you look at verse 27, I mean verse 29, he told them, he said, because the reason why you could not cast it out is because this kind cannot go out but by prayer and fasting. By prayer and fasting. By prayer and fasting. By prayer and fasting. And the time we spend with God, that's the time we can ask questions. The time we spend with God, that's the time we can catch some revelations. That's the time we can, we can receive some, some insight into what God wants us to do about our life, about our business, about our future, about our children, about our career. But if we don't take time to be with God alone, we will miss out on a lot of things. I pray God will help us in Jesus. I want us to go and pray. We are going to, we are going, we are going to pray on those three Ps. Three Ps. The first P I mentioned was place. The second P is what? People. And then the last P is principles. Principles. Because I'm believing God that in this period of pandemics, many, many books will be written. Because some people, this is the time they will begin to sit down with, the, with their Bible and they will begin to have one-on-one -on -one conversation with God. God will be giving them insight. Insight. They will keep writing, writing about things that they need to do, about the future, about their children. God will begin to tell them a lot of deeper things. But we need to stay with God. I want us to pray. We want to pray against wrong people. Wrong people. Wrong people. In as long as we are connected, in as long as we are connected, we are attached to the wrong people, we are going nowhere. In fact, many destinies will not be fulfilled until when some wrong people are cut off. Do you know that you know, Judas, in the life of Jesus, is a right person? And at the same time, he was, although he looks like a wrong person, but he also the right person. Because without Judas, there was no way Jesus Christ would have been handed over to those that were killing. And the purpose of Jesus would not have been fulfilled. Because what Jesus came to do was to die. Was to die. And somebody needed to give him up. I want us to, I want us to pray. <laughs> we are going to cry up to God. We want to pray unto God and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, every connection with wrong people in my life, every connection. <laughs> Do you know there are some people that they will have been married, but they keep having wrong people proposing to them. Wrong people, wrong people, wrong people. Some people are singles, only the married people are approaching them for marriage. Married people, they, are, they want to be their, they want them to be their girlfriend. Only the married people are coming. Some people, some people are single. Only those who are not serious, who don't have any plan for their own life. They are, they, these are the people coming to them, wrong people. I want to, they, 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 there could be something, there could be a magnet that the enemy has planted 
to be attacking them. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, every connection with wrong people in my life, every magnet attracting wrong people to my life, Father, let that magnet be destroyed. Let every connection with wrong people, wrong people in my life be broken. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, every connection with wrong people, Father, tonight, let them be disconnected, be disconnected, be disconnected, be disconnected, be disconnected. I refuse to be connected to wrong people. Every magnet attracting wrong people into my life. Every magnet attracting people that will use me. Every magnet attracting people that will want to attack me. Every magnet attracting wrong people that are destroying me down. Father, let that magnet be destroyed. In the name of Jesus. Lord, break every connection I have with one people. In the name of Jesus, break that connection today. By the fire of Holy Ghost, break that connection. 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 In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I want us to pray that prayer very well. Do you know there are, there are some wicked people? All they do is they attract themselves to you so that they can use you or use your glory. There are wicked people like that. They attract themselves to you so that they can use you and use your glory. Or, to, or so that they can use you to step up. They don't mind if you are suffering. They don't mind if you are in pain. All they want to do is just to use you. And dump you. I pray today that God will cut off the connection with these people in the name of Jesus Christ. Many of us we have been tied down for so long because we are we are attracted or we are connected to wrong people. Many of us, our speed has been slowed down. Our we are not moving at the speed God wants us to move because wrong people keep pulling us back. I want us to pray that prayer again and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, every robe, every spiritual robe that connects me with the wrong people, let that robe be disconnected tonight in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Let that robe be disconnected. Every satanic robe connecting me with the wrong people. Leprikasinia, let that robe be, be, be disconnected. Let your fire consume it. Let your fire consume it. Let your fire, people that want to use my glory. Lekapatusata, robe that connect me to them. Let that robe be disconnected. In the name of Jesus, Makuda Basilia, people who are looking for my downfall. Lord, disconnect me from them. In Jesus. Mighty name, we are praying. I want us to pray. Look at that book of Jeremiah chapter 5. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 26. The Bible says, those people, those wrong people, the Bible says, they always wait to set snare and they set trap to catch men. They set traps to catch men. I want us to pray and say, Father, every snare and every trap that has been set on my way by wicked people. <laughs> you better pray this prayer very well. You better pray this prayer very well. Every trap, 
every snare that has been set on my way by wicked men to make me to stumble, to catch me, to catch my destiny. Father, let that trap be consumed by fire in the name of Jesus. Let that trap and the snare be destroyed. I want you to begin to pray. Every snare, every trap set on my way to catch me or to destroy me. Oh God, let that trap catch fire in the name of Jesus. Let that trap catch fire. I refuse to enter into satanic trap. I refuse to enter into satanic snares of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. Let that trap catch fire, catch fire. Let those that set those traps enter into it by themselves. In the name of Jesus, every trap set by the wicked, let them enter into it. Every net they set for me to make me to stumble, let them enter into it. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to enter into satanic net. I refuse to enter into satanic trap. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want us to pray. One more prayer point before we move on to the next prayer point on the on on the places. I want us to pray. <laughs> we are going to cry out to God and say, Father, the anointing to attract the right people. If you look at that Mark, Luke, Luke chapter ten, the Bible says Luke chapter ten that we read. The Bible says that man that was going down and going down and going down until when he met with robbers. The Bible says. There were three people, there were three sets of people that passed through the same road. And I said there was there was a there was a, there was a Levite that passed, there was a priest that passed. But the priest looked look at him and went away. And I said, next, a Levite passed. If you read that story down from verse 30 to 37, about a Levite also passed, and I said the Levites look at him, suffering. You know, half dead with blood all over his body, and he just walked away. Until when the Bible says a Samaritan man, when he saw him in blood, when he saw him in pain, wounded, naked, the Bible says he had compassion on him. Thank God for good people. Thank God for good people. Thank God for good people. Do not many lives have been saved because they have connection with good people. Because they have connection with right people. I want you to pray. Because if you lack people, you will suffer. If you lack the right people, you will suffer. Even Jesus Christ, when he was on earth, he dealt with people. He asked 12 disciples to keep complaining with him. 12 good disciples. 12 disciples. They were with, they were with him day and night. Jesus Christ did not, you know, he, he, God connected him with the right people. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, the anointing to attract the right people. I want to tell you tonight, if you are single, this prayer is for you. Because from tonight, you begin to attract the right people. If you, are, if you are looking for a job, I want to tell you tonight that something will come upon you tonight that will attract the employers that will give you that job. In the name of Jesus Christ. It's because that anointing is not on your head. And tonight, God wants to put that anointing on your head. Anointing that attracts the right people. What you need is right people. It could just be one person, and your life will be turned around. What you need is just the right thing. I want you to cry unto God, the anointing, the grace to attract the wrong people into my life. Let it come upon me, O God. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, let the person that Masuda Gadaha. 
Ekete libagada. Makuda balia bafetelia. They are wanting to attract the right people into my business, into my career, into my family, into my ministry. Let that anointing come upon me. The anointing that will attract a path of destiny. Yala bakoda ekete liba makuda basidia. Lord, let that anointing come upon me. Let that grace be released upon me. In the name of Jesus, Lord, the anointing to attract the right people. Lord, let that anointing be released. In the name of Jesus, let that be a connection, a divine connection with right people. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I pray for somebody on this prayer line from today. You begin to enjoy the grace of good people. In the name of Jesus Christ. Leka Fatalikaba Masuta La Pailiaba Satilika Sunda Ailiaba Katodia. Before the fifteenth of this month, there's somebody you are hearing me right now. Before the fifteenth of this month, there's somebody that God will send your way that will turn around things in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Right people, right connection. Right, people, it is your portion in the name of Jesus. God will disembark wrong people away from your life, away from your destiny, away from your family. In the name of Jesus. And I'm praying for that family, that strange woman, strange women, are, they, 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 are, they are destroying your home. Strange women. They are, being, that, that, that they, are, they are destroying your home. They are affecting your home. I pray that today, Makata by fire of God, ah, oh my God, by the fire of God, all those strange women will be separated from my family. In the name of Jesus. Hey, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Now, because of our time, if you are going to permit me, please, if you are going to permit me, please let me spend another 10 minutes and then we can wrap up on these uh, prayers. The second prayer we want to pray is about places. About places. About places. The Bible says, that, that man we read about in Luke chapter 10 verse 30, Bible says, a certain man went down. He went down. The fourth thing we want to pray is we want to pray against every downward journey. And don't forget, anytime you leave the place where God asks you to stay, you are going down. It's a downward journey. You, you cannot go up. You cannot leave the place of God and go up. Whenever you leave what God has called you to do, whenever you leave the place God has called you to be, you are going down. I want us to, the Bible said that man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. I want us to cry. We are going to cry. Please, if, 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 if you permit me, I want every one of us to stand up to pray this one prayer. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, put an end to every downward journey in my life. Downward journey. Downward journey, downward journey. Lord, put an end to him. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, make Lord, put an end to every downward journey in my life. I refuse to go down. I will not go down again. From your presence, I will not go down. 
Every downward journey from the place of peace to the place of trouble, I will not embark on that kind of journey again. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, put an end to every downward journey in my life. Downward journey, downward journey, put an end to it. Oh God, put an end to downward journey in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, put an end to every downward journey. I refuse to go down. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want us to pray. There are some power. What that power does is to make people to go down. They call down destinies. They call down stars. They call down glory. <laughs> what we are talking about, this topic we are talking about is so deep. And people who are spiritual on this planet, they will understand the spiritual language I'm communicating. There are some power, there are some wickedness in, in the heart of men that what that wickedness does is to make people to come down. It to make glory to come down. I want you to pray the next prayer point. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, every power that want my star to come down, every power that want my glory to come down, every power that want my family to come down, every power that want my business to come down, every power that want my career to come down, Father, let them come down and be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Lord, every power that wants my business to come down, let them come down. In the name of Jesus, I pull them down. I refuse to go down. My ministry will not go down. My career will not go down. My family will not go down. My business will not go down. Spiritually, I will not go down. Every power that wants me to come down, you are a liar. I command you to come down and be destroyed. Come down and be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, every forces from the pit of air that want me to come down, those demons working over time that want to pull me down, I command fire to destroy you. In the name of Jesus, I am not coming down. I am not coming down. My family is not coming down. My wife is not coming down. My children are not coming down. My ministry is not coming down. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. We are prayed. I pray for you. You will not go down. Every power that wants you to go down, they will go down and God will put them to shame. In the name of Jesus Christ. I say you will not go down. You will not go down. The Bible says, look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, when, because that man went to wrong places, they stripped him of his clothes. Do you know many of us, there are clothes of glory that have been removed from us because of the wrong places that we go. Permit me to say this. Permit me to, permit me to say this. And I'm saying this by the inspiration of God. There are some of us, we have gone to some parties. We went to some event, and that is where they took our glory because of the food we had. Wrong places. Wrong places. And after they stripped him of his clothes. I pray for somebody tonight. Whatever you have lost <laughs> because of going to wrong places tonight, God will restore them in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> my garment of glory. 
that have been taken from me, that, that the enemy has stolen from me because of the wrong places I went. <laughs> this is very practical. I, 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 I'm, I'm saying this. This is very practical. There was a time, I think I've shared this before, there was a time I actually went somewhere to minister. Even as a minister, everything that I've lost, my garment of glory, everything that I've lost, as a result of going to wrong places. Tonight, let those things be restored. In the name of Jesus. Let those things be restored. Let those things be restored. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. This is a prayer of deliverance for you tonight. Everything that you have lost, I want you to cry unto God that God restore them. Everything that I've lost because of going to wrong places. Wrong places. Ah, Lord, have mercy on you. Have mercy on me, O God. Have mercy on me. Let those things be restored. In the name of Jesus. Lord, restore my glory. Restore my garment of glory. Restore my garment of honor. Whatever I've lost. As a result of going to wrong parties, wrong events, wrong events, wrong ceremonies. Oh God, let those things be restored. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed principles. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Every wrong place, if there's anything I've stepped on, if there's anything I have eaten, if there's anything that has been placed on me as a result of going to wrong places that can cause death in my life. <laughs> Although you may not die physically, but some things may be dead in your life. Your marriage may be dead. Do you know some, some men, it, it was because of the wrong places where they go and eat. Where they go and eat, they, they cook some things that put some things and, and they eat that thing. And from that time, they lost interest in their wife because of wrong places, because of wrong places. I want us, this world we are living is a wicked world. Things happen not only in Nigeria, it's happening even in this Western world where we live. Things happen. Things happen, my, my, my brethren. I want us to cry unto God. Everything that is dead in my life as a result of going to wrong places you better pray that prayer everything that is dead in my life everything that is dead in my business as a result of going to wrong places let them receive life in the name of jesus let my marriage receive life let my career receive life whatever is dead as a result of going to wrong places i command you to receive life i will not be after Dead in the name of Jesus. I refuse to be half dead in Jesus' mighty name. We are praying now because of our time. I want us to pray the last prayer point, and that is what I call principles. Principles, do you know that it's not everything that we can learn from the church? As a matter of fact, even right now, if you look at most of our churches, the Sunday service maybe it's just, it runs for maybe 25 minutes, 30 minutes. You know, the message may not even be more than 25 minutes. And they will be hurrying, they will be hurrying it up. Even though people are sitting in the comfort of their home. It's not, they didn't drive to go to church. You could have allowed the service to go for at least 45 minutes of word of God. Or one hour of word of God. But they compress everything. Just like a, a fast food uh, burger. I said, let's compress it, drive through, get it and go. Get it and go. Get it and go. And that's why people are not growing. 
What I'm saying is that we cannot learn, we cannot learn everything from the church. To become a good Christian, it is it, a daily work. It's a daily work with you, with you and your Bible and your God on daily basis. Having your own personal quiet time, having your own time with God on daily basis, going through the Word of God, reading from chapter to chapter, reading from verses to verses, and comparing scripture with scriptures. That's how we can grow. Not in the church. We don't grow in the church. We don't grow in the church. Church is not the place where we grow. Where we grow is on our daily walk with God. And that's why we need to become a disciple. We need to become a disciple and begin to learn at the feet of Jesus on daily basis. Daily basis. Going through the world. Reading through the world. And praying. Having an altar of prayer in our houses, in our homes, in our apartments. Spending time with God, with our family. That is how we can grow. And it has, it, it has to be consistent. It has to continue on a daily basis. Let's pray because of our time. The Bible says in Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter, I mean, Mark chapter 9, verse 28, the Bible says that when he was come into the house, his disciple asked him, when he was coming to the house, not when he was in the public. When he was, it wasn't when he was in the public. When he was maybe healing the blind or multiplying bread for the sick. I mean, for those who are hungry. That was not when the disciples were asking questions. Because that is the front line. Bible said when Jesus Christ was in the house, they now went privately. They went privately to Jesus to ask questions. Do you know some of us, some of the things we are going through, we can, if, if, if only we can sit down with Jesus for 10 minutes, he will tell us the answer. He will give us the answer. If you can ask him, he will give us the answer. But because we are just all over the place, that's why we are not hearing anything. The Bible says that his disciples asked him privately, why could not we cast him out? They asked him, and Jesus gave them the answer. And he can give us, if, if we are his disciples as well, he will do the same thing he did for those disciples. He will do for us too. He will do for us. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, as from today, I want to learn at your feet. Begin to guide me. Begin to instruct me in the way I should go. Begin to give me insight. Begin to give me revelation. Shall we begin to pray? Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we want to learn your principles at your feet. Help us, O God, to learn at your feet. According to your word in Psalm 32, verse 8, your word says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eyes. Father, Lord, we ask, O God, that you will instruct us, that you will guide us with your eyes, O God, so that we will not make mistakes, so that we will not go into error. In the mighty name of Jesus, we want you to teach us your principles. Principles about relationship, principles about about, about about power, principles about living holy, principles about being a disciple. Father, help us, O God, to learn at your feet. <coughs> help us, O God, to learn at your feet. Mighty name, we are praying. Almighty Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your visitation and miss. We thank you for all that you have done. Father, we say be glorified in the name of Jesus. One more time. First in Lord, Las Vegas. Then he turned to fire. Asha. <laughs> this is how you win your battle. 
Fragrance, then it turned to fire. 